Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is episode 129 of Robots on Typewriters. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Is this the first episode we posted in this new year? Yes, it is. The last one was on Christmas Eve. Uh, sorry for the long, oh, not not actually yeah, sorry for weeks. the long hiatus. We'll, we'll fucking take breaks when we want to. Yeah. You're not our boss. <laughs> we, just, we won't announce them. Like yeah. one might very easily tweet. No, of course no, not. Fuck, no. We have no respect for the audience. <laughs> we have no responsibilities. What is Robots on Typewriters? That's a good question. I'm glad you asked. Oh, yeah, because I'm the one that knows, and that's <laughs> yeah. why you're glad that I asked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robots on Typewriters is a podcast all about computational creativity, computers, algorithms, machine learning, uh, random number generators, ones and zeros in arbitrary sequences, uh, a, a blinking light in a distant room that you remember wow. in a hazy memory. That's beautiful. <laughs> and how it can be used to create art, music, <laughs> poetry, design, uh, and other things that were a human to do them, we would call it creative. Also, how all those things can support humans being creative. This podcast has two segments. The first one is the Zesty Hat, where we talk about some computational creativity that we saw around the internet. And the second segment is the Trashy Toy, where we play a comedy game of our own creation using some computational tools. This week, it's my turn to don the zesty hat, and it's also a very special week because we have a guest, and this is probably the longest we've gone without (laughs) saying (laughs) we had a guest. We just uh, made recurring guest Dr. Lee Clark be very quiet. Dr. Uh, Lee Michael Harry Clark, correct? I always get that. Is that correct? Why, yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> LMH Clark for all your Lee Clark needs. Uh, yeah, we have our, our good friend, colleague, uh, brother. Co-conspirator. <laughs> Co-conspirator. Brother. Hmm? <laughs> Next time on Robots on Typewriters. Uh, yeah, we have Lee joining us this week once again. Uh, and it's my turn to... Z- to Zon the Zesty Hat, I almost oh, said. Oh, it's that. been a while. Uh, it's my turn to Don the Zesty Hat. And this week, uh, we've got some exciting news from OpenAI. OpenAI mm. is, of course, the uh, tech group that makes GPT-3. They made GPT-2. They made AI Jukebox. Uh, and now they've got a, a brand new medium of creativity. They've tried music. And now they're trying images. OpenAI has just announced this past week Dolly, uh, like oh. Wally, but also like Salvador Dolly. See what they did there? It's it's kind of cute. Uh, Dolly, creating images from text. We trained a neural network called Dolly that can create images from text captions for a wide range of concepts expressible in natural language. Um, Dolly is essentially a, a GAN. So we've talked about different GANs here before. Um, where you can specify uh, in text something and get an image that is that something. Um, the the kind of difference between Dolly and other GANs is that this one's built on GPT-3. GPT-3 is enormous um, and really powerful. Um, we've kind of seen the saga of us not being sure how much better GPT-3 would be than GPT-2. And then much to my kind of... Uh, 
chagrin. <laughs> it's way, way better. Like GPT-3 is really good at uh, language tasks. Um, so Dolly is, to my knowledge, the first image creating uh, network built on GPT-3. And it's really good. Um, on OpenAI's blog, they have a uh, somewhat interactive demo of Dolly where there are text prompts like an illustration of a baby daikon radish in a tutu walking a dog. And then there's like a bunch of really cute, like really well done illustrations of exactly that. Except for that one that's like crouching down like it wants you to see its ass. <laughs> that daikon radish is a little too sexy. Uh <laughs> Yeah, but it's got all of these like very, very specific uh, text prompts as kind of like proof positive. Like, look, we didn't it wasn't trained on images that look like this, though. It was trained on uh, lots of images and lots of um, text. Uh, so some of the other text prompts, an armchair in the shape of an avocado. There's many handsome avocado armchairs in many different styles. Uh, a storefront that has the words open AI written on it. The exact same cat on the top as a sketch on the bottom, uh, things like that. But for all of these examples, um, they're all somewhat interactive. So, like, uh, if I take, let's do the armchair one because that one's good. If I take that text prompt, it has an armchair in the shape of an avocado. So I can change the word armchair to bench, clock, coffee table, lamp, leather armchair, leather purse, purse, soap dispenser, tissue box, and teapot. So maybe I say a a lamp, and then in the shape, in the form, or in the style of an avocado, a brain coral, a butterfly wing, a donut, a fossil, a glacier, on and on and on. So I'm going to say a lamp in the style of a peacock a lamp imitating a peacock. And now I have all of these gorgeous peacock lamps. Um, this is wild. So they have tons and tons of uh, examples to say, to show how controllable and how many different descriptors you can put in. Um, and for all of them, they have lots of, they have drop downs with lots of different options and lots of new generations for each one. So you can kind of see all of the different styles that uh, Dolly succeeds in and all of the different ways you can specify with natural language uh, what you want the image to look like. And it's really good. It's really powerful. It's incredible. Uh, here's a really long one. A stack of three cubes. A red cube is on top, sitting on a green cube. The green cube is in the middle, sitting on a blue cube. The blue cube is on the bottom. Um, and most of the images it generates aren't correct for that uh, set of descriptors, but you can change them up and... <laughs> make it uh you know you can you can try and get different images with it none of them seem to get it quite right but they're almost there it's so wild how like like i just went to the one below that which is an emoji of a baby penguin wearing a blue hat red gloves green shirt and yellow pants and it's wild how like everyone is like in a really distinct but different art style like it's it's so like they're so different. They're not all just like slight variations on the yeah, same image. Yeah. So I actually wanted to talk a little bit about that. I Please. think uh, part of the demo. So yeah, for each, as Allison said, for each one of these examples, there's like kind of a grid of images in different styles, and it's just to get that wow factor of like, wow, mm -hmm. look at how many different looking images you could get, and 
you can imagine what this would be used for, right? If you had a, if your company had a penguin as its mascot or something, you might specify <laughs> to get Shitty a corporate logo. Mascot, but or you know, you might, uh, if you were designing a video game and you wanted a penguin character, you might describe what you want the character to look like, and it generates. Um, I think what they did for this demo. Now, of course, it's a kind of half-closed demo, black boxy. You don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the things I don't like when the big tech companies do their demos. But what I think is going on is each of the uh, parts of the grid kind of correspond to either different sets of parameters or a different kind of uh, like anchor image or something, like a main image that it's kind of imitating off of to kind of guarantee that they'll all be in different styles. So for each, uh, let's say there were there's 20 in this grid or whatever for each of the 20 styles for which they have a baby penguin drawing it generates based on that or for whatever for baby animal drawings or animal drawings or emoji drawings or whatever Mm -hmm. it they might have kind of seeded it ahead of time to know you'll get a bunch of different styles there but i mean that's still useful i mean Mm -hmm. if this was kind of openly available or if you if you had to pay for it anyway um if someone could was controlling this, they're kind of demonstrating you can control for what style you wanted. So maybe you would have an artist draw you something and be like, eh, it's close, but in that style, and then open AI and the artist might be able to collaborate to give you a, a newly generated image. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to focus on one other thing about this. It's pretty neat. If you look at the second example or the the third example two panel image of the exact same cat on top a photo of the cat on top a photo of the cat and on the bottom a drawing of that cat or a sketch of that cat or whatever um you can see that one of the changeable parts is the image prompt so there's different photos of cats um or dogs um and they're kind of demonstrating that you can use this both to generate new images or to give an image and to give a description so you can describe something based on that image and this is why i think what i just described is what's happening that there's kind of an anchor image or like a seed image for Mm -hmm. each of the examples um for this one it makes it more explicit that you're telling uh you're you're telling dolly i keep almost calling it open ai uh (laughs) you're telling dolly what you want that seed image to be and then um i i clicked a the cat on the top and then that cat with sunglasses on the bottom and now there's a lot of different kind of styles of cats wearing sunglasses so i think they're (laughs) still kind of doing it that now they're giving different like seeds of the sunglasses image um but yeah it still kind of helps you imagine the different things that this might be used for yeah um, i think it's a, a clever it, it's a really slick demo um if if i was say trying to sell this product to people who wanted to buy it this is the sort of demo that i think would be useful yeah. um but it makes me a little bit sad seeing that that's kind of where gpt3 went and that's where dolly's probably going yeah. um that it's a public uh it's a published paper that anyone can publicly read so you can know how they did what they did but because you don't have access to the computing power that OpenAI does you you the university researcher probably are not going to make a uh an image generating uh model as powerful as this which is sad um and you're not going to have access to it probably unless you're a big company that's paying for an enterprise license or um you know, you're someone who 
maybe has a big enough audience to get some good word out about this. So I think they're hooking up people. Um, I, I don't want to make this sound like I'm anti Janelle Shane getting access to GPT-3 because <laughs> I'm really happy she gets access to it so we yeah. can see some of the funny things she makes with it. But I think for people like that who can uh, demonstrate how cool this thing is to an audience, they're kind of giving them easy access to it. But for people who would want to kind of build on it and make more things out of it, they're being a little slower about rolling right. out uh, uh, access to this stuff. Right. But still, it's cool. Dolly, yeah. really, really powerful, really amazing images that it generates. Really powerful stuff. Really, yeah, moving. <laughs> like uh, worth checking out. Go to yeah. openai.com um, and onto their blog and you can see uh, the interactive demo. Yeah, really good. Um, yeah, great hat kicking off the 2021. I was wondering, <laughs> well, I don't like being able to see you. We never record like this and it's throwing me off. Uh, um, you, you are missing out that I'm always doing these visual gags, but it's good. normally just for myself. Yeah, that I'm glad that I've been missing out this whole time. Um, I wasn't going to say anything. Nice hat. Nice hat on this, Thanks, I got it for Christmas. These many, <laughs> many cats. Um, yeah, uh, that is going to take us on into our trashy toy, which we once again have brought our good friend, Dr. Lee Michael Harry Clark. <laughs> um, I always very unnerving that you give the full title <laughs> and name every time. I nervous that I'm mixing up the order of the middle names. But You're mixing up the whole order. It's Harry Lee Michael Doctor Clark. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Doctor's just uh, his middle name. <laughs> please, Doctor is my middle name. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> because it was my father's name. Um, he, yeah. So um, we're gonna play a game this week. It's a it's a simple little game, but it is um, it's gonna be more fun to have three of us. Um, it is a game that Justin and I discovered on a podcast we like called Threedom, and um, it's just uh, by nature a silly little improv game where one person in an improv scenario introduces one another person to the other person, and um, that. Uh, the, the introducer says, this is my friend so-and-so, but I call them this nickname. And then the person whose nickname it is, the burden is on them to explain why that nickname is something that they that this person calls them to the third person. Um, and we thought this was just sounded like a fun little game to play. But with our robots on typewriters twist on it, we have generated a bunch of nicknames using GPT-2 Simple, a, um, a, a Google collab by Max Wolf, um, our <laughs> doctor father. Um, is he a doctor? <laughs> Probably. No? Yeah, I don't know. I think he might. I think he is, yeah. Yeah, well, he's our father, too. Um, so we really should know these things about him. He's also but... our doctor. He's our GP. <laughs> yeah, he's our GPT. <laughs> very dumb um, <laughs> thank you and um yeah so we have a list that um i i fed gpt too simple uh, a big old list of um nicknames that i got from wikipedia's list of honorific nicknames and popular music so it's a lot of stuff like the like king of pop the <laughs> queen of pop 
that kind of thing. The princess of R&B. Um, but uh, so we've generated a list of nicknames. And we're just really gonna... hoping you were going to say the princess of pop. <laughs> so it would be all examples are just like, it's it's just a title and of pop. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so we've got this whole list of nicknames here. And we're just going to go ahead and uh, play this game. Um, who wants to... How who how do we who wants to go first as the I don't even Why know. Why don't you who. introduce one of us to the other since okay. you're, you're the All host right. today? Um should, we should we need a uh, a scenario from the audience. Where should where should we be? Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, we don't need a scenario. We're um, uh three people on a Zoom call. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um two of whom know each of whom know the third person but don't know each other. Right, yes. Somehow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lee, have you met my friend Justin? Oh, t- tell me more about him. Uh, yeah, I um, yeah, we've we've known each other for a while, so we kind of have a bunch of you know like private jokes between us, and one of them is yeah, I I you might hear me calling him um, uh, <laughs> you might hear me calling him the Texas Courage <laughs> that just kind of slips off the tongue sometimes. Yeah, the Texas Courage is uh, it. It goes way back to when we used to uh, when we we. It's actually how we met. Uh, mm-hmm. I was a rodeo clown uh, out in out in Oklahoma. Uh, but in, if you're a rodeo clown, it's big to kind of have a brand. And in Oklahoma, they hate people from Texas. So like, uh, I was kind of like most rodeo clowns. You know, they're like the plucky underdog who makes sure the bull doesn't. Uh, doesn't attack the cowboy or whatever they call that guy. <laughs> uh, but I was like, I was the bad the boy rodeo clown. I was the Texas courage. So mm, everyone hated me. Right. They were hoping I would get attacked by the bull. I would sometimes mm. like me and the bull kind of had uh, had an agreement. I would get gored on purpose uh, right. oh, just to God, make it look yeah. good. That is courageous. That was, very yeah. courageous. And that's exactly. a, that is how we met because I was in the audience, but you I, were was the bull. So, <laughs> I was so terrified that this man was going to die in front of me that I hopped right down and we, you know, just hit it off in this life or death scenario. Yeah, I was. Uh, you, did you go to a lot of rodeo back then, or was that your first? That time was going? my first one. That's why I was terrified. I, you know, they they don't tell you when you go to your first rodeo that it's all kind of staged, like wrestling. Yeah, yeah, I had entrance music, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. the bull takes off its elaborate robe at the beginning. Right, yeah, I thought that was, yeah, it was it was phenomenal, but... This isn't a bull, this is just two smaller cows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, sometimes the bull cuts like a promo, has a microphone. <laughs> Let yeah. me tell you something, Texan courage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, hey, Allison, have you met... Uh, have you met my friend Lee? I, I my don't friend, think sorry, so. Sorry, my friend Dr. Lee Michael <laughs> Harry Clark. I, I don't think so. Is that is that like his name or is that like a nickname? That is his full name. That is not a nickname. Oh, he does okay. have a nickname though. What uh, is it? Uh, well, I, I don't know if this is a nickname to everyone, but uh, I call him Chicken Pot Pie. Oh, oh what's the story behind that? <laughs> Sounds oh, like a good one. It reminds me when I uh, first met Justin... Um, I thought, you know, he's new to the um, Zoom uh, <laughs> where we first met. And I thought it'd be delightful um, to get to know each other through the artful skill and science of baking. Um, the sweet science, they call it. <laughs> the, the sweet science. And I thought, what sweeter dessert to make than a chicken pot pie? 
Um, and there's nothing sweeter. There's nothing sweeter. Mm-hmm. Lots of sugar. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean honey. Honey. Yeah. Um, Molasses. Balsamic vinegar, just for yeah. a kick. Um, and you know, a couple of bodily fluids. Um, what? But <laughs> balsamic urine. <laughs> it needed um, because I think it's best to bond through emotion. So I required, obviously, over Zoom because this is all of our lives now, that you have a tablespoon of tears um, added to the chicken pot pie because, you know, you really bond through consuming another person's bodily fluids. And I think tears was a good baseline. I mean, yeah, that's probably a good way to start. Yeah, it's a good entry level bodily fluid. It's a gateway bodily fluid. That's like, yeah, that's ground zero of the bodily fluids. And I thought, you know what? If, if if we don't like this, then you know maybe it's not meant to be in our it's a cup of so tears I, this week. I have a, a question. You met over. This was all happening over a Zoom call, <laughs> and but you had to consume his tears in order to bond. How d- it wasn't it wasn't very warm by the time it got to me. Okay. Yeah. So we How met on a work Zoom take? call. He immediately asked my home address. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what's your address? I need to consume your bodily fluids. <laughs> you know, FedEx have this kind of like special delivery service just for that kind of thing. Um, because oh. it is the gateway, you didn't really need it chilled as you might do <laughs> others. And I'm like, I mean, <laughs> my grandmother used to you're, say You're to not me. worried about the, the tears getting cold. No, no, the, my grandmother always itself. said, like, if you're going to drink other people's tears, drink them cold. And I actually have a tattoo well, on my chest. Like I have too. a microwave. Yeah. Oh, fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got a tattoo on my chest saying that very, very thing. That's beautiful. And in her so, handwriting. Yeah, the kind of um, words and I live by, really. This was so impactful that it kind of just became second place, uh, you know, for your name. Yeah, you'd, you'd think it would be more revolving around the whole chicken pot pie. Um, but you know how these kind of nicknames snowball and yeah, develop? Yeah, yeah. Snowball, they do. Snow- Snowball, they- we did. That's level three, I think. Oh. <laughs> so, um, moving, moving, touching, um, consuming everything you want from a. That that's yeah. the first three things we did after uh, after the <laughs> moving, first Zoom call: touching, moving, consuming. then touching, then consuming. Yes, Mo- you moved in together, so you didn't have to do it over Zoom anymore. Yeah. Then we touched each other for the first time, <laughs> and at some point, you- pastry was involved, but I, I can't remember when. Uh, don't even get me started on his other pastry-based nicknames. <laughs> oh no. Well, I'm sure we'll get to. Well, that. Um, yeah. allow me to um, do some introductions because Please. although you might do a podcast together do do you know each other do how close do you know no, each other i mean other? This not that well no well not that way not not la- not like that oh my god no we just do a podcast together yeah that's like i know how that sounds but we just buy each other gifts well we just justin allow gifts. me to introduce allison we've we've known each other for <laughs> you know um some allotted period of time and so much allotted time. Oh, I, I believe it was in the first um, decade. Yeah, um, of our lives. That's it. Like, I've. Um, I've always, and that's definitely <laughs> not what I met, Justin. Yeah. I've always known about this really um, kind of um, this moving nickname. Um, 
Broccoli and the Balladeer. And I mean, this movie. I, I don't want to kind of like, you know, ruin the story. This was your childhood nickname? <laughs> this was my childhood nickname. I honestly didn't even really know what the word balladeer meant, but that I learned, you know, I that's kind of, that's how I learned. So it's it, it's broccoli and balladeer. Um, and yeah, that was the kind of, um, uh, yeah, when, when I met Lee in the first decade of our lives at, um, in uh, uh, our elementary school drama club, um, we when he was nine and you were like three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My parents got me started early in the dramatics, and um, I, I didn't even go to the school yet. They just wanted me to sit in on the drama club uh, classes because they really wanted me to be a star. Um, and uh, yeah, so we just kind of hit it off. And uh, Lee was like, "I think you know, we we could do a kind of like." Uh, like, um, uh, I can't remember any famous duos. Like, uh, we could do like a, like a Laurel and Hardy kind of thing. Like we could, you know, you and me, we could, we really be a duo. I think that that's just kind of where this dynamic is heading. <laughs> and see. you were both um, like serious theater kids. And yeah. At nine and three, you both knew Laurel and Hardy. Obviously, yeah. I didn't know the word balladeer yet, but Lee taught me. We did think um, about the three stooges, but we're like, there's only two of us. And we're like, then we would need to meet somebody else. And that just wait a couple. Fun. Yeah, we have um, such chemistry as a nine-year-old boy and a three-year-old girl. We can't we bring anyone else into. We this. had so much chemistry, and the the um and but the thing is, we had so much chemistry that one duo name wasn't even enough. So I, we came up with two, and I took on Broccoli and the Balladeer, and Lee took on the other one. <laughs> what was that? Uh, that was um, Gin and Pony Girl, actually. Mm. It was gin and well, gin and uh, gin pony, and pony gin girl. and pony girl. Yeah, that that you guys had a mature taste at your age. I mean, that's how we've you know that's how we've done. I, all I we've used done. to make um, you know, you know of our some career, cocktails, right? You know, yeah. You're familiar uh, yeah. with our work, right? With our, our kind of stage shows. And Wait, I, I think I've seen your uh, your dinner theater cocktail yeah. act, Gin and Broccoli. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, you probably didn't even realize it was us because we really kind of lose ourselves in the It's roles. both the signature drink and the name of the act. Yeah, yeah. And we put the broccoli right in there, right in the gin. That's the, the kind of, uh, you know, Just vegetable cocktail. glass of gin. Oh, and yeah. the, crowd, else the crowd goes mm-hmm. wild for it every time. For it, yeah, every time. Yeah, yeah. The Pony so, Girl, I mean, not so much. really killed when you were, yeah. <laughs> the pony, yeah, Pony Girl and the Balladeer, that's our kind of like, we didn't do this as children, but when we got older, we that's kind of our like burlesque uh, show. That's like we do gin and uh, gin and broccoli at like 7 p.m. And then you can buy the ticket. You can buy like a double ticket so that if you, you know. You, you want- always <laughs> sold the double ticket, but it, it wasn't until you were over 18 that there was a second act. Yeah, and because we have such a we have such a stand up fan base that when we were that young, they did they would buy the double ticket but not show up just in case we actually did do a child burlesque show. Um, but we would never do it anyway. So no one knew that, that, that we weren't even, you know, doing that show. But since we've been older, we, we, uh, yeah, Pony Girl and uh, the Balladeer, that's the kind of, yeah, that's our cabaret. Yeah, that all makes sense yeah. to me. I have no further questions. <laughs> you should come. We're actually, you know, obviously we're doing like a Zoom thing uh, these days. No, I, I, I knew you might want me to come. I have no further questions. Well, the thing is, dates, you're already on uh, a Zoom call right now. And we're, uh, this is, <laughs> we've actually, we've, there's something we've been meaning to show you. 
Welcome to episode 129 <laughs> of Pony Girl and the Balladeer. <laughs> yeah, we do introduce every show as if it's a podcast episode. We didn't even and know what that was as a child. <laughs> yeah. It's a burlesque podcast. <laughs> that must exist somehow. That was beautiful. Thanks for recounting that um, story. Yeah, absolutely. I know. It's just I've known you so long. It's like I've known you my whole life. I mean, I have practically known you my whole life. Since Ever I since I gave you that first class of gin at three years old. Yeah, in that <laughs> in the back of the drama club class. Even Justin's crying. <laughs> crying that even back then lee was a predator (laughs) (laughs) well (laughs) shall we introduce each other more of course okay well um actually uh who did i introduce last time you introduced i had to explain yeah so i'm gonna go ahead and and uh have you ever met uh my (laughs) my good friend who i call balladeer sometimes Oh Lee. god, I, you guys can't stop introducing me to each other. <laughs> I'm the pony is, girl, damn it. <laughs> you're oh, the that's right, sorry, you're pony, di- yeah, yep, yep, you're right. It's been but a long day. It was I... established, I know, it's been a long lifetime. Right. Oh. Um, but yeah, this is this is my friend Lee. Um, besides, Do you have any other nicknames I should know Yeah, about? aside from all that other stuff, <laughs> there's so many good duos in this list, I don't want to keep doing them though. I also... Um, I also call him sometimes cheese marinated in red wine. <laughs> I can totally see it. Yeah, yeah I think that um, that kind of stemmed off the whole, you know, uh, gin and broccoli kind of thing. And <laughs> Still in the same universe. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Um, and we actually had a following, a bit kind of like the Deadheads with Grateful Dead. Um Lots of people would show up, but they'd also like start showing up with like different foodstuffs and and drinks. Mm. And they were like, "Oh, have you, have you thought about this?" And you know, there'd be like the the fish and Ugh, um, yeah. stout, and I'm like, uh, uh, didn't catch up. Yeah, that was that was. Um, well, should we kick them out? We banned them for for life. Yeah, I mean, sometimes if an idea is stupid enough, you just don't even deserve to stay for the show. But it's like, hey, whoa, children can't drink stout. It's just gin and red wine that are acceptable. Yeah. Hey, if there's broccoli Way too included. for them. I mean, you know what? They won't eat their dinner. We usually try to <laughs> accompany spirits with um, cruciferous vegetables. Um, and we thought, after one particular night where I was a bit um, bloated and blustered, Allison was like, by God, you look like cheese marinated in red wine. I was like, by God, do I feel it. <laughs> I feel it most most days recently. Um, yeah, so even though you'd think it might have something to do with our whole like food and alcohol uh, brand thing, it was actually just an off-the-cuff comment that had nothing to do with that. You were just ragging on Lee's physical appearance. Yeah, yeah. as I want to It had do. nothing yeah, to do you know with me. that other thing when I mentioned um, the audience... They were like, I mean, none of them were good. And we thought there's something else <laughs> yeah, in here. It had nothing but to do with that. Just actually. when Alison was doing her kind of, after every show, she kind of like insult me for half an hour. Um, to, yeah, just to, to like, like take the edge off. To decompress. Yeah, because yeah. um, it's, it's a taxing show. I mean, I know you haven't seen it, but God, it's like, you, it, it's like I lose myself for two hours every night. When you're, you know, six years old, having to drink a whole glass of gin yeah. on stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just that's when the anger comes out, you know. After yeah. like, the worst <laughs> part's having to eat the broccoli. 
I mean, it it, it it was when I was a kid, but also that's yeah. kind of yeah, that's where my my that's my parents would soak it in gin to get me to eat it, and that's where we got the idea. I think whilst you called me this um, cheese marinated in red wine, you were yeah. throwing the broccoli at me. Usually it was yeah. just like little pieces, but we had like a few. It like, was a um, crown that night. Oh yeah. yeah, it was painful. I've still got a scar actually um, near my tattoo I'm sorry, of um, the thing about I, tears. Yeah. I wasn't myself that night. Stamp. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was a pretty powerful gin. So. A tramp stamp, but like it's like a crown of broccoli, kind of fanned out, like one might design a butterfly. No, no, it's a tramp stamp of his grandmother's handwriting or oh, whatever. I know. Saying, I, like, I was tears just, are best served. I was cold. just designing my next tattoo. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, um, uh, oh, I could go for some cheese marinated in red wine right now. It's actually I, something it, that I've gotten from Trader Joe's in real life. It's good. my sincere hope that I can remember that next time I'm drunk with Lee. Uh, if you're if you're getting red in the face, I will certainly call you cheese marinated in red wine. I I really hope so. <laughs> but um, wow. enough about um, us. us on tour. Um, Allison, yeah, allow me to introduce or indeed reintroduce again. I don't know how much you know each other, despite that. All these prior not stories, very, not as well as we know each other. Me we, and you. I, we have not met. Yeah, yeah. Um, no gin, no broccoli. Well, I actually can't. Have you introduced him to me already? I can't. I, this, I honestly I, I, can't remember. It's all the no cheese and red wine. Of that. <laughs> At the beginning of the podcast, I introduced myself to her again and again, yeah. in hopes that one day it will stick, and it still it has not. It hasn't, and I'm aware of that fact. Well, maybe through a little um, emotive storytelling. Um, mm. It can stick. I mean, I've... It's what you're best at. I've always known Justin. Um, <laughs> Considering how long we've known each other, it's weird that you've never introduced him to me until now. Yeah, it's... Um, I'm, a, I'm an asshole. What can I say? It's um, it's the years of brutal touring and insults. And but, abuse um, from... Yeah, and abuse, I know. You know I mean, it can't be my actor. fault. Yeah. But, but uh, I mean, I remember actually someone else introduced me to Justin as this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, of course, that makes perfect sense. I mean, Justin, former president of the Bank of Japan, Edwards. Right. It was just oh, bang okay. on. It, like, Is that what you were? Is Are you No, that? oh, God, no, oh. no, no. You have to, to hold that title, you have to be a Japanese citizen. You okay, probably have right, to right, have right. a career in banking. No, it's, uh, it's just a little joke because every time I uh, go to a store or I'm in a situation where I have to pay, uh, the first thing I do is reach into a pocket and grab a bunch of yen coins and ask, can I pay in yen? And inevitably, I've, I've never been to Japan, so the right. cashier always says, no, what? what just you a little physical gag that you like to do every time? Yeah, okay. and most of the time people do physically gag when I uh, do that <laughs> one. Uh, no, the cashiers are always confused by it. They they don't know. A lot of times they don't know what yen even is. They're confused about why I have yen, why I think, you know, in, in America or in Ireland or wherever I am, I could pay in yen. Uh, and, and my friends started catching on that I do that gag. And people like uh, people like Lee now kind of know me as mm. the former president of the Bank of Japan. Because okay. that's that's my cover story. Right. right. They say, like, why do you even have so much yen? Every oh, good it's... physical gag does have a cover story. <laughs> exactly. No, after, you know, after, after someone uh, gets confused by it, you can't just be like, "Ha ha, jokes on you." You got to be like, "Oh well, you know, I'm uh, 
my I you you may know me as Justin, but my real name is uh, Takamoshi Ishii. <laughs> I'm the former president of the Bank of right, Japan. Yeah. So uh, oh, I had a question and I lost it. Hang on. Just you wait till like what he's gonna do when he goes to Japan. And he reverses. I'm going to pull out a wad of uh, <laughs> Deutsch marks and say, "I'm Hans Klemschmidt. I'm the former president of the Bank of Eastern Germany." So yeah, so so like you don't do this, like you said, you don't do this for the like gotcha moment. It's it's you're you're really. Trying I do it for the to... gotcha moment, but like gotcha pawn, like the. <laughs> that's what I meant. Yeah, you, you put so in you the yen coin. Yeah. And you, you that's what yeah you're trying to accomplish every time um yeah i do it for the gotcha not the gotcha so do you do you is this like a a subterfuge to try to or like is this to try to like confuse a a store clerk so that they are just like yeah whatever uh, take it man prolific shoplifter yeah okay 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 i pay for you know a chocolate bar while smuggling a playstation in my pants and holding a bag of yen coins yeah it's all just so confusing that I've stolen millions of dollars of merchandise. Millions of yen. In he, makes, he makes of, other people millions steal. Millions of yen, which is tens of thousands of dollars <laughs> of merchandise. I think when we first met yeah. and he was doing his routine, he was slipping like um, a calculator and a pack of Smarties into my yeah. um, personal pocket. Into yeah. your pocket. That is That, that One, would be well, a, a moment to uh, bond. Yeah. 15 pockies, one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> um it's it's funny we are we're such a, a ragtag band of traveling performers and and uh <laughs> and, and, and rogues criminals. yeah yeah i guess that's why we all get along so well this yeah is, we're yeah. like uh theater kids but also international criminals <laughs> <laughs> yeah international in that we all you only steal in the country you live in but you do it with another country's uh currency Exactly. Hey, these yeah. are hard times. It's, you put to do what you yeah. can. I think that means it's my turn to introduce someone to someone else. Yeah. And I think it's my turn to introduce mm-hmm. Allison Tilly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you two, uh, you tell a lot of stories as if you've met, but this is all, once again, a ruse. I've noticed my wallet, my watch, uh, hey, man, my it's spectacles, a, and it's my testicles show. are all missing. We're actors. It's what we do. Theater, darling. Uh, Theater. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, it's it's so nice to have both of you on the podcast so i can actually introduce you for once um and we we have all these jokey nicknames but i i there actually is a nickname that i call allison and i've called her it for uh quite a while now that i i want you to know about lee uh i always say that allison is like the beatles <laughs> yeah that yeah you do say that um and there's and there's a big reason that you say that and um there's i mean there's a a long long story behind it and it feels like there should be just you know one really snappy joke that it's like you know allison i you know i say she's like the beatles and it's because what is that snappy (laughs) joke yeah it's because (laughs) going through the catalog half of her died years ago Um, <laughs> I always thought it was because you want to hold their hand. I mean, it's that too. It's it's very um, multi-purpose. Well, someone does not <laughs> like. Um... No, never mind. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going this with is that. Allison, she's like the Beatles because she is for sale. <laughs> um, it's uh, yeah, no, I um, 
I, I <laughs> this this comes from a from a rather dark time in my life when uh, I used to be. Um, I, you know, I, I used to be a really great musician, like just, you couldn't even tell me apart from a four piece band. I was couldn't <laughs> tell her apart from Ringo Starr. <laughs> you couldn't. I looked just like him. No, it's true. I've changed so much. I, I used to look just like him, which was an, it, it, the whole, like the Beatles joke is, is just kind of like, I mean, uh, a list of uncanny resemblances, um, I did used to look just like Ringo Starr, but um, then one day something happened, and um, I've never what been happened? the same since. I <laughs> actually I went to see this this show. This uh, it was it's it was a. a they were selling it as like a double ticket, and I thought it was just gonna be a dinner theater, um, you know, like dinner and a, a, a happy show. Hour yeah, happy hour theater. Yeah, and then I stayed for the second show, and it was this utterly disturbing burlesque performance um, <laughs> by underage children. No, they were they had to have been like twenty by this point. <laughs> At least one of them, anyway. <laughs> At least one of them was 20. The other was <laughs> 13. Who's saying which one? Yeah. <laughs> but that just, it just took so much out of me as a performer to witness this performance. And ever, the next day I, I came to hang out with Justin and he was like, you seem just out of it and not And not she was like, right. I came in through the bathroom window. I, I was like, did. Ah, you still like the Beatles. I, it's true, yeah, but also half of me died that night. It was a hard day's night. It was a hard day's night, yeah. Um, it's yeah. just a day in the life. Yeah, Justin, you read the news that day. Oh, boy. Yesterday. I can't think of any Beatles this songs. This all happened yesterday. I know. Justin must have a list open because I, I was opening one. I did not open a list. I was planning for someone to hit me with this one, but then I was like, no one's going to hit me, so I can only do this sequence of jokes if I do it Actually, with else. do you remember in that, um, I think I was there in that uh, burlesque show, funny enough. We didn't know each other at the time. Uh, yeah. um, you should have yeah. seen what that girl was doing with her octopus's garden. It was, um, it was wild. <laughs> I will now. She was the one who was twenty. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Never seen a yellow submarine disappear so fast. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> and the blue meanie on her. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Lee, I know we've been kind of talking back and forth here, but have you actually? Do you actually know Justin? Well, now you mention it, I would like, do you like to know really him know him? <laughs> I mean, I think if you really knew him, you would understand exactly why one might call him Boots and Dubs. Mm. Uh, do you get it? Dubs. Do you get it, Lee? Do you like? Do you I, understand? I, I think I need some backstory here. Okay. Yeah. So I guess you don't All really right. know him. Um, you've. It's because you've never gone to karaoke with me. Uh, so boots and doves. Uh, they say if you want to beatbox, you just have to say boots and cats really fast. Um, but the first time, so I go to karaoke a lot. But the first time I ever went, I went with Allison, and I was nervous about singing in front of other people. So I was like, "Ooh, I know what to do." I'll put on a, a rap song and I'll just beatbox the kind of the beat to it and let the rest of the room sing, just pick something popular, right? So I uh, 
I picked Hot in Here by Usher, uh, but I forgot how to, uh, I forgot how to, and by Usher, I mean Nelly, I think. Uh, he, it's, it's, it's your nickname for, for Nelly is Usher. Call, have, have you guys met Nelly? I like to call him Usher. Um, but I, yeah, I forgot that it's uh, boots and cats and boots and cats mm. that you're supposed to say. I knew it was boots and an animal. So I started going just like boots and doves and boots and doves and boots and doves. And everyone's like, why is he saying boots and doves instead of it's getting hot in here? Like, the, what is he doing? Uh, so then I, I just, it became my bit. I was really embarrassed. And I was like, no, I, like, I know I, I'm just doing a bit, guys. You know, I know it's whatever, you know, boots and cat, cats, boots and cats. <laughs> boots but and I, boots. I do boots and doves. It's, it's. I think it sounds better. It's just, it's funny. Did you like so, rap? Yeah, now the, whenever uh, I go to I karaoke. I thought it did sound better. It sounded like it was beautiful. It sounded like doves singing, honestly. It sounded like when doves cry. I thought, he, I thought that's what he was doing, but. Uh, so yeah, now whenever I go to karaoke, no matter what the song is and whether or not it's me that's supposed to be singing, I just yell boots and doves over and over on top of what's going on. Yeah. And you go to karaoke a lot. I imagine that never gets um, annoying. Uh, no, I <laughs> go to a different <laughs> bar every time. Yeah, the most fun part is that, yeah, I get to see so many new bars because I get banned from each one that I go to. It's really awful that they keep banning you for that. Like, it's what, like what are you doing wrong? It's not like you're doing anything wrong. I, I see it more as that they're, like, retiring me. That oh, they're saying, okay. you know, yeah. we don't want to make other patrons uh, jealous or upset, so... Yeah, that kind of like you're on the Hall of Fame on all these yeah. karaoke yeah. bars, like Mr. Boots and Doves, Senor Boots, Boots and, and Doves. Yeah, you need to leave room for the up and comers to to step in. I I do this thing now since it's become kind of like a, a thing. Like people know me as Boots and Doves, where like I'll wear like Timberland boots and I'll dress in a giant mm -hmm. dove costume, <laughs> right? And like yeah, and and people, it, you know, people really lose. Like not everybody knows about Boots and Doves. You know, like some people have uh, been to a bar that you've been to before, but the karaoke regulars, the Oakers, right? Yeah, uh, they when they see me, they're like, uh oh, like well, yeah. Boots and Doves is here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's honestly like a curse. Like you walk in and you're like, God, I really just want my moment in the sun tonight. And I really hope Boots and Doves doesn't show up. Yeah, I'll have like a sweatshirt <clears throat> on over top so you won't even see the, the yeah. costume. And then as soon as the first song starts, sweatshirt comes off. I spread my wings. Yeah, it's a really highly articulated Dove costume. Yeah, the one that kind of like folds <laughs> into itself. Wings. And then yeah. you just kind of like... Like, like a, a mattress that's all sprung up, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Normally yeah. I come to the bar several hours early to set up a pulley system so I can fly around. <laughs> right, to... yeah, yeah. The the the, uh, the fly is is uh, really the complicated to set up. The fly by David Lynch is playing on the TV screens <laughs> instead of karaoke. Um, it's really cerebral. There's a lot of reasons I think I'm getting banned from these bars. Now you say, I mean, maybe, yeah, some of them it might be banned, but I think some of them respect you in a... Yeah, I, I think, yeah, some I'm banned, but some I'm, like, requested. I get right. paid to yeah. go to them. Yeah, what a yeah. I imagine, had. like, the crowd want Boots and Doves. I imagine sometimes they chant Boots and Doves. Boots yeah. and yeah. Doves. And then it, but then I, I <laughs> yeah, yell, it's like, shut, shut up, stop. shut up, that's <laughs> my bit, stop it. <laughs> 
Do you get any um, copycats who like maybe mm. have similar footwear and copy doves? Yeah. <laughs> copy birds. They might have they do footwear like and other kind of animals. Yeah, yeah there was uh, flip flops. There was and the flamingo. raven in sandals for yeah. a while, where he would unveil big black wings to counter my white wings. And it's actually a beautiful image. It was a beautiful night. Yeah. Oh, that's, what a night! That's wholesome. That's very wholesome. Yeah. I particularly enjoy the pulley system. I would. Um, I look yeah. forward to seeing this. I know. I mean, I yeah, you've got to find to seeing a, your pulley system. <laughs> you got to find a bar that's going to let you in. I mean, well, I guess you know you could go. Um, you could have you ever have you ever been to? Uh, I forget the where. Dub. We, yeah. Have you ever? Yeah. Have you ever been to? Oh, that is uh, true. Have you have you talked to that guy anymore about naming the pub after uh, like the Dove in Boots? Uh, after you uh yeah we we could not come to an agreement mm. because he insisted it's got to be the dove in boots or mm. the dove and boots yeah and i said no it's boots and dove right uh, oh i know that pub the uh, the wellington and eagle um oh, yeah that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my rival <laughs> all right uh i just talked a lot yeah. allison um have you met my dear friend lee I, I, you know, he looks so familiar. It's like, I, I don't really grasp who he is, but I also feel like we've spent a lifetime together somehow. <laughs> like we've spent a traumatic lifetime in my life. I have that effect on people. It's, uh, it's quite something. Um, yeah, he's, well, I, I saw the last one and I thought about it. Oh, no, that's not the last one. I saw rambling in English. Thought that. <laughs> that's too easy. <laughs> Do you know why he's called that? You might know already. <laughs> um, no, no. I, I If you want to, you know, you can just call him Lee, but if you want to really kind of uh, seem like one of his, his close friends, you can call him by his nickname. Everyone already calls him this mm. anyway. It's Mr. Mojo Jello. Mm, mm. Mr. Mojo Jello. Okay. That's, yeah, it's... Um, what's the story there? <laughs> I think I first got this after um, watching this burlesque show. <laughs> some weird experiences like that too what there's, were yours there's something there's something very um formative about the experience yeah um i and <laughs> it's really impacted me in a, a kind of negative way oh, for yeah. especially um sexually oh <laughs> for many years of course he lost his mojo and his jello i, I believe you know it's, it's weird like almost childlike performers on stage. Um, <laughs> and, um, oh, no. You stayed? I thought I thought everybody knew you leave after the dinner theater for that show. Well, I don't know if it was maybe a hangover from like the first part of the show, but everyone kept like throwing mm. around like foodstuffs and drinks. It was right. fucking chaos. It was like, um, I don't know, some sort of like military mess tent. Emphasis on the mess. I know. I actually feel like they'd be rather clean, but you, but you know, <laughs> it was like the heads of cabbages everywhere. It was like the opposite of a mess tent. I was, um, I was trying to you know, avoid the melee and the kind of, I mean, there's plates everywhere. But um, I got hit square in the middle of the face with this um, bowl of jelly, or if you will, Jello. Um, you know, we're all friends here. <laughs> Although we're just yeah. getting to know each other. We're all friends who have never met. <laughs> and Isn't everyone a friend you've never met? <laughs> it was this person, you know, kind of wiping the jello from my face. It was kind of smearing oh. down me. I believe it was um, blackcurrant. Not my first kind of go-to flavor. 
Mm. Um, don't really like it in a cheesecake. Definitely don't like it in a jelly now. And I was kind of like wiping it away from my eyes. And just as I did, this woman's octopus's garden was just right in front of me on the stage. And whoo, I was um, a bit tumescent. I, the whole sensory experience of seeing this and wiping this stuff from my sensory. face. Sensory. I thought yeah. you said century. I was like, it must have felt like it, <laughs> it was took 100 years. <laughs> a lifetime in a moment. Uh, I think each of the um, wiping of the eyes, because I decided to do it individually, because why not, was 50 years each. It was. Um, and. Yeah, I was I was thoroughly entertained and aroused whilst I had this black currant <laughs> jelly. In you. Yeah, and I, I mean, everyone, uh, particularly Justin, who was next to me, of course, mm. at the he, time, he just happened to be there standing, for the whole thing. I was standing just a bit too close in front of you. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, Mister Mojo Jello over here." <laughs> I was like, "I'm sorry, I don't know what's come over me. I mean, Jello for one thing, um, but I, I, I just the whole thing was just like." chaos and we you know we had a good yeah. laugh but every lover i had then for five years i i had to like leave a plate of um semi-hard jelly next to um next to the bed when times are tight do you just like leave some ribena out and hope that it starts uh coagulating? yeah sometimes put a bit of corn flour in there and just try and mix it together <laughs> when you're traveling yeah. <laughs> and yeah, there's always like, um, you know, usually like a little white saucer plate um, facing east, right. ideally. Oh, wow. That's very um, particular. Very feng shui. Yeah. You know, I just, um, because the, the name reminded me of the way Jim Morrison um, made an anagram of his name and he called himself, or in, in LA woman, he yells Mr. Mojo Ryzen. And so I just went and tried to find if that was possibly an anagram for your real name. So let me know if this is it, if I've got you. I mean, you don't have to say, I know you might want to have kept it secret if you're hiding it in an anagram, but is your real name John Majoler? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've got me. <laughs> what's the, what's his surname? Majolor? Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, my, I um, mean, <laughs> my parents were... I mean, the, were... the Majolor name is, is, is big. I can understand why you would want to kind of slough off that identity if you can, but... <laughs> I mean, it was an, yeah, originally the um, the the modulars from right. I, I believe a royalty in Luxembourg. Who, right, they changed yeah. the spelling when they <laughs> yeah. came to England. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they were kind of like persecuted uh, during the yeah. famous Luxembourg uprising of 1632. Wow, um, yeah, of course, um, yeah. you know, and they uh, they fled to a little town in Yorkshire. And they had to change it a little bit because they didn't look too kindly upon those funny names back in Luxembourg. Mm. Yeah, so Majolor was really much banished better. hard. <laughs> yeah, luckily the t most like took over a lot of like most banished nobility of the time was sent to like a warm island or something. They were sent to Yorkshire. They didn't have a lot of um, you know resources. Um, well, yeah. they didn't want to spend any anyway. They were like, yeah. let's put them like over there, like that little island. That's gonna be a a barrel of laughs. <laughs> Um, yeah, they took with them lots of like uh, rich, expensive like paintings, um, which we then used to um, I don't know, probably start a bonfire. Actually, you know, times were tough. Sterling silver jelly molds <laughs> that you still have yeah. to this day. Yeah, it's my great great grandmother's. Um, just like tears, 
best served cold. <laughs> Engraved in the inside of it in uh, the Luxembourgian language. And um, usually after I after it's finished, and I, I, I kind of read that. When you were finished? Um, <laughs> it does uh, bring a tear to my eye uh, when I read it and think about the, the cruel history of both my family and my burlesque yeah. experience. I'm, so- I'm sorry that I brought that up as well while you yeah, were thanks, regaling Alison. us wow, with wow, this. Wow, wow, wow. Like, it's certainly a bit of a therapy of- session for me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like it's been like jello, that for all of he, us. Instantly, yeah. he instantly gets both aroused and in tears. <laughs> it's a real mess. <laughs> Just keep jello away from this it's, man. It's hard to know which is the most powerful best. feeling. Like, I'm... Yeah. Like... Because I, I, it probably depends on the day, I would imagine. You know, yeah. whatever day you've had. And the flavor. And the flavor. Oh, my God, yeah. Anything like the... What's like the opposite of black currant? That kind of that's okay. Maybe the like opposite. lime. <laughs> For some yeah. reason I was gonna say banana. Ooh. Banana jello sounds fucking haunted. Awful. But I think uh, I can only have the horrible flavours or <laughs> otherwise yeah. it reminds me too much of that time. And your grandmother, yeah, I get yeah. it. Alright. Last introduction. Yeah. Who's somebody introduce me? Shall I do right? the honors? Yeah. Please, Mr. Um, Mojo Jello. Mr. Mojo Jello. Justin, I mean, we're getting to know each other pretty well through these stories, often revolving around burlesque. Um, that yeah. is weird that that keeps coming up somehow. Yeah, again, a real formative experience. Together. And, I mean, obviously, this is Alison, but um, often growing up and beyond... Um, and indeed, in the future, she is and will always be known as the first African. That is, oh, right. yeah, the yeah, first it's African. Yeah. Quite something, isn't it? Um, you wouldn't it think is, this is like a last king of Scotland well, situation. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, it's just kind of, um, yeah, you know, it's kind of a delusion of mine. At least that's what people have told me. Um, I, <laughs> to my therapist says. I, um, I, yeah, I've, I've been told that it's, it's a, you know, delusional thought that I have that I, um, in the way that, um, Adam and Eve were thought to be the first people, um, I, Adam and Steve. I, I'm I'm sorry, Adam and Steve. Yeah, um, Adam and Steve were known to be the first people. I was actually also there. Um, Adam and Adam and Steve were dropped. <laughs> that's because that's how God put people on Earth. He just kind of like dropped them on to the planet, right? Um, like the Sims. They said, yeah, like... they said where we drop in boys, and he said right here, <laughs> like Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. Um, Whereas they were dropped in, you know, wherever it was that the Garden of Eden was supposed to have been. I don't really believe that, but... Probably not Africa. No, it wasn't. No, but I... God dropped me in Africa, and I am millennia old, actually. Um, Yeah. So I've just been kind of bopping around since then. Yeah. And (laughs) it was God's divine uh, providence that put me on this earth in Africa, actually. Before you know, anyone I was going to ask why we never met before this, and, but now I think I understand. <laughs> well, I I think really we've met countless times over all of our lives. We just, you know, I've I've met all of you and you've all met me, but it just um, you know, in different forms I've been I've looked different, I've been different people and Oh, were you ever anyone famous? Um <laughs> Ringo Starr by any chance? <laughs> yeah. Wait, he's still alive. <laughs> Uh, 
have you checked? Oh, God. Maybe you were Ringo um, Starr, but only temporarily. Like, someone might have taken over. Uh, yeah, I think actually, you were Ringo, but when everyone thought Paul, that Paul McCartney... Dead. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it was. People, th- And that was kind of our cover story. We, you know, we misdirected... Every good prank has one. Yeah, every good prank does have one. We made everyone think that there was this whole conspiracy about, about Paul being dead, but really Ringo was dead for just a little bit. It was, it was kind of... It's weird. like the old holding up a bag of yen while it's, shoplifting. It was just like classic. that. Yeah, it's classic misdirection. Um, and, uh, they, yeah. they call me misdirection, by the way. <laughs> they call you misdirection? That's... I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, um, I am, I am all, and the walrus. Huh. I'm the walrus, actually, out. is what I the say. Walrus. <laughs> I am the walrus. The first African, the walrus. Yeah. yeah. Like the Beatles. Like the Beatles. Like the Beatles, share the Beatles, subscribe to the Beatles. Yeah, well, that was that was a game. That was GPT two nicknames, if you will, like the Beatles. Um, and if you, and if you want to like the Beatles, you can like them on the iTunes App Store. <laughs> they no, need the everything store. helps. <laughs> Please go right like the Beatles. Like and review. <laughs> rate and review the Beatles on Apple Music and Spotify. <laughs> and while you're there, you can download this podcast. You can. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was um, that you're already listening. <laughs> that was that was a, that was a game that uh, once again we kind of snagged from the podcast three dumb very punny very punny podcast. Didn't mean to say um, can be sometimes. It's funny, and you should listen to that if you want. Um, but you should also listen to our podcast, which and then you should tell us about it. But how? But how? Um, yeah, you can um, email us at robots at batcamp.org. You can tweet at us at robot typewriter. And we have a theme song and it's called Video Challenge by Anamataguchi. And it's very like the Beatles if you really think about it. But Lee, Dr. Lee, Michael Harry Clark, my oldest friend, <laughs> my partner in burlesque. <laughs> my age. <laughs> 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 Extremely rude and incredibly close. Um, uh, what, what do you have anything you'd like to plug? Any? Uh, what's your? What's your? What are your handles? What are my handles? Me, these Besides big love the handles. We- <laughs> <laughs> Lee, show us your what cheese. Your red wine choked cheese <laughs> handles. Well, <laughs> I mean, I imagine people could probably guess it by now. Um, obviously, at LMH <laughs> Clark <laughs> on Twitter. For, you know, great retweets of things about Simpsons and football and occasionally work. Your your Twitter's a great follow because it's mostly very funny and then occasionally it plugs Cooey and I like those pretty <laughs> yeah, much. Things. Yeah, if you want to keep up with Cooey, then Dr. Lee Harry Michael. Oh, by the way, when Michael is the Cooey oh, yeah. provocation paper deadline, Dr. Clark? You know what? That's a fantastic question. It's uh, April 14th. <laughs> yes. Thanks to our virtual chair, Justin Edwards, for confirming this. Uh, yeah, you should uh, follow Lee on Twitter to see some Cooey updates. And if uh, if you're interested in things we talk about on this podcast, even if you're not like a an academic, I mean, listen to us. Do any of us sound like academics? Well, two of us are somehow. And it's probably not the two you would guess. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you can, uh, you can write a, a 2000 word paper and, uh, submit it to Cooey to get published. And Lee is, uh, helping to organize that once again. Me and Allison have done yeah. it two years in a row and it keeps probably, working out for us. Probably going to do it again. Hopefully. Bop, bop. Oh, it's, uh, April 9th is the deadline. Mm. 
Sorry to hijack your plug, Lee. You oh, that's that's fine. Clearly, I can't remember the dates properly. <laughs> um, I mean, the website, as Justin knows, is... Rolls off the tongue. Conversationaluserinterfaces.org. Beautiful. Or follow LMH Clark on Twitter yeah. and uh, see it get tweeted now and then. This is entirely irrelevant, but I just found out the other day that LMFAO, like the band, the musical act. Lee Michael Franklin. <laughs> their uncle and nephew. Yeah, I knew that. I did not. That really rocked my world. It's probably that the weirdest. That rocked my like, world. Probably the weirdest. Uh, I, I'm sexy and I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> probably the weirdest familial relationship yeah, for to do two anything band members together. to be. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that that being said, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's how we like to end this show. As and as always, <laughs> LMFAO, we're uncle and nephew. Did we want to um, throw out? Were there any uh, nicknames that you wanted to get to that you didn't get to use, Lee? Oh, I need this to be said. Melissa Etheridge's Thai cheesecake. <laughs> it's really. Something. What do you think would be on a Thai cheesecake? That's a good question. Oh, um, I bet I feel it'd, like be it'd be like Thai, thai tea. tea yeah. yeah, it would be like, that's what yeah. it would be made of. It would be so good. I'd, I'd drink that. I'd drink <laughs> I'd that drink cheesecake. That. I think that was the, like the that and the diamond jubilee of good. <laughs> oh, that is very I just, good. I don't know. Like, I, I so thought much. about really messing up one or the other of you uh, because tween was just <laughs> sitting there and right after like the whole like. Yeah, we'd already done a lot man, of tween content. Yeah. Between all of that, I thought this this could get ugly fast. So, yeah, I really liked King of Wales, but it's not like <laughs> it's, it's not the country and it's not the animal. It's like screaming. It is very good. Deep environment sounds like an actual nickname somehow. That's it. As we always say, LMFAO, uncle and nephew. So we always say, dear Prudence. <laughs>